Another day, a new week. I am glad to be talking to you guys along with Rob Shooter. This is Elvis Duran Presents Celebrity Buzz, where Rob and I break down some of the big stories that you're going to be reading about, hearing about, but you're going to hear about them here first before anywhere else. Hello, hello, hello. And I also- love this idea. So so we, when we came up with this idea for a show, we wanted it to be different to every other entertainment, gossip, <laughs> celebrity show out there. So as a working writer, as a work and entertainment reporter, we decided that rather than break these on my website, rather than break these anywhere else, would break them on this show, and then you would be getting the juice before anybody else. And Rob, you make your living literally doing some investigating, talking to a ton of people. It's a fantastic job. I have a team. So my website, Naughty Gossip, has a team now of about 10, 15 reporters, some in London, some in New York, some in LA, and um, they're really great reporters, and so they know celebrity juice before. Before it happens, we've broke so many stories on this show. Just this week, it was announced that Lady Gaga is going to do a tribute to David Bowie at the Grammys. We broke that two weeks ago. And and that's that's not just the first story that you've broken, Rob. I mean, we're we're, we're talking about Adele's big tour. Exactly. Adele's special. A lot of Adele stuff, but also a lot of Kardashian stuff. All because of the investigating and the reporting and the and the friendships that you have made over the years. It, so that's it's a what, lovely gig, but I think too for our listeners, what's so nice about this is there's so many shows out there that you listen to and you think, oh, I might have heard that before. <laughs> or as a listener myself, as a fan of so many shows, I listen to them and even TV shows. And I'm like, oh, I heard that two days ago. I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to tell you something you can read on people.com. I want to bring you some juicy original stories. Well, before we jump into I mean, it's all about just you know we're 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 friends sitting in a coffee shop just BSing about you know some of the big stories. But how how was your week? You just walked into the studio. You said you woke up with a big smile on I your did. face. I did. You know, some days you wake up and you're really happy, and there's probably no reason for it apart from just you have a lovely life. I woke up this morning really really happy, and I try really hard to be happy every day. I think it's a choice that you make, and so every day I try to make that choice. But today I didn't have to. It just happened for me. And, and so I think it's a lovely day. I think it sets the mood for the rest of your day. Yes. I mean, no matter no matter what crap is going to come your way, you're still going to remember how you woke up and still keep you in that mindset. I learned it from Jessica Simpson. So I used to work for Jessica for a long time, and I worked with her when she broke up with Nick Lachey. Really tough time in her life. Jessica decided one day that she'd had enough tears, she'd counted too many sessions of crying and being sad and one day she said all at once it just hit her and she knew he was never coming back again and she decided that day that she was going to be happy. Well, I mean, powerful. I, I want to get into this in the coming weeks with you because I think we can have another segment, a part of this show, of stories with Rob. Because <laughs> you've worked with many of people. I mean, you just said Jessica Simpson, but you posted a picture yesterday with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I worked and, for J-Lo. Uh, and Paris Hilton. Paris. And then you got to tell me the story of you and Paris on a shoe in Miami <laughs> or Los Angeles. We were. We, uh, we did some really fun things. So for, before I was an entertainment reporter, for 10, 15 years, I worked as a celebrity publicist and I had so many clients from Alicia Keys to Bon Jovi and I think it's a little bit like if you like Kathy Griffin or if you like that Chelsea Handler type humor I have all those fun stories mine are a little kinder like I'm not a mean girl like Chelsea I don't think but um, celebrities do the funniest stuff and there's lessons there well think about a quick story we could talk about towards the end towards the end of the show Uh, we'll call it story time with Rob (laughs) and and some of your favorite stories that have stuck out in your career we'll we'll get into it Um, but but I 
I just like you, I woke up this morning and walking outside where we're in, you know, the New York area. All the snow's gone. Snow's gone. Snow's gone. It kind it kind of just like you woke. It kind of put me in a good mood, yeah. even though we're we're in February right now. It feels like we're in spring. Sixty degrees around New York in the in the beginning of February. I mean, it kind of set the mood for me. I was like, snow's gone. It's a good day. It's a good. And I don't even think now. I can't look so much at external factors to make me happy because I can't control the snow or the weather or or, or or how people treat me. So all I can control, all any of us control, is how we react or how we act. And so I decided, throw it at me, Mother Nature. Throw it at me, terrible friends. Yeah. I'm standing proud and I'm going to have a good day. <laughs> Housewives that want me dead. <laughs> That's right. Many right. of those. Well, let's uh, let's jump into it this week. Um, I saw I saw that you you were talking about the Kardashians last week and uh there's there's some more i guess you would call it fallout of chloe and courtney correct yes yeah, so what happened is it's coming out in a couple of days chloe and courtney are on the cover of architectural digest i've never read architectural and digest. that's the whole point architectural digest is for multi-millionaires who can drop twenty thousand million pounds dollars on houses so it really is the elite magazine the people that buy this are very very fancy people it doesn't have a big subs- subscription like us Weekly or people, this right. is rich people. We're talking to Hollywood, yeah, pretty and much. You know, you know who reads these magazines when you look at the ad. So if Cartier has an ad for a necklace for twenty thousand dollars, probably not my magazines. I like those um, K jewelry ads. Right. Like in my magazines, I'm lucky if I get one of those. K. That's all right. So I get those ads. Really, really fancy magazine. They've done something that is so shocking to their readers. They've put the Kardashians on the cover, and now readers of this magazine are somewhat in revolt. They're absolutely horrified that finally that one bastion that couldn't be bastized by the Kardashians has been, and these girls have found themselves on the way of the fabulous Architectural Digest. It's the same publisher that does Vogue. Now, we never thought we'd ever see Kim on the cover of Vogue. She was on the cover with Kanye. It was one of their biggest selling issues. So I think what they're hoping here is that young people, fans of the Kardashians, buy this magazine. But the problem they've got is in the process, they might lose those very loyal, very rich fans of the magazines that have read it for years. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to connect with, like, given the story of, like, uh, someone totally different not being on a cover but like i i rich people being mad oh well you have billions of dollars to go cry and or find another start another magazine and not put the kardashians yeah, what, on. what i love about this story though is that this is this is the one place where they shouldn't be oh, like, of this course. Is the one place that the kardashians should, should never be the, on that cover the fact n- they are is brilliant like the joke is next month it's gonna be um at home with Teresa in her prison cell on the cover of Architectural Digest. Oh, like, yeah, it's right? Just like, it's, the, it's the really fancy magazines, and they've ended up on the cover of that. They have done celebrities before. They've done J-Lo. They've done Elton John. Beautiful houses. The covers are always so gorgeous, and I love Snoopy. But they're respected celebrities. They're real celebrities. These girls, they're celebrities too, but they certainly come with a lot of baggage, <laughs> and, the, uh, and the fans of this magazine are absolutely upset about it. They're sending letters to the publisher. They, they're threatening to drop their subscription. <laughs> I wonder how much a subscription to like you would think it would be high a uh, high price subscription. It's really the- not. I think it's like about 40 bucks a year. Like if you buy a subscription to these magazines, if you're if you're a fan of the week-
weeklies like we are, you can get the weeklies like for twelve dollars. It ends up being much cheaper. It's a dollar a magazine instead of three ninety nine. Right. And so um, the same with these really fancy magazines. I just when I when I heard this yesterday that that people were complaining, and I can just imagine these rich ladies on the Upper East Side sitting there in I their. I don't pearl. want anybody <laughs> on my magazine. I want my beautiful. I want to see my cat on the model. It's Ralph Lauren. It's so glamorous. And they've got those two Kardashians. And they must admit, they have a beautiful, beautiful home that they're showing off. But the point is, is that they're still Yeah, I can't see the home. You put a Kardashian on a cover, I'm looking at the Kardashian. I'm not going to look at whatever you're trying to feature they're behind the Kardashian. annoyed rich people. Annoyed rich people. <laughs> we also have another Kardashian story this week. For the first time in two years, pictures of Rob Kardashian have leaked out. Well, he's had a busy week. He's tried to keep himself really private, and successfully so, out of the public spotlight. We haven't seen him in over a year. He's put on a ton of weight, and um, I think that's probably one of the reasons he's staying out of the spotlight. Now he's got into a little bit of an incident. We discussed this on last week's show, where he's dating somewhat of a nemesis of the Kardashian family, Black China. For many reasons, they do not like this girl. It just seems all incestual. I mean, Kim was making up with Amber Rose, but Amber Rose banged Kanye a few years ago. It's a, it's, it is like a little little court of people, but um, now he's with Black China. But for the first time, and I put the pictures on, on, on my website and uh, on my Instagram feed, but um, there's pictures of, of Rob out there, and he's, he's not looking his best. And now Rob is really suspicious about who leaked these pictures. For, for someone to take your photograph, if you're trying to hide, they need to know where and what time. Yeah. And so now he's really looking at his family, who he thinks this might be a little bit revenge-driven because he's upset them by dating somebody that they really hate. Well, let's take your PR side uh, of this, because you used to be a publicist to many big celebrities. Now, there, there are the stories out there that there are certain celebrities that find a way to not be photographed, whether they're going out to dinner or they're going out with their family. But then there are certain celebrities that have certain paparazzi phone numbers and say, I'm going to be here. Yeah, a lot of them. have, And it sounds like it's very similar to this. Not with Rob, but... Well, Rob pe- doesn't want to be on the paparazzi, but, but, but people Chris Jenner knows family. them really well. She's on a first-name basis with them. Chris has the phone numbers of photographers in her phone for sure. I guess Kim does too and the other girls. And so um, they they... They know how to get their picture taken. Clearly, Rob doesn't really want to be part of this. And suddenly, out of the blue, there's really unflattering pictures of him that were out there. And he's really upset about it. And he's trying to keep himself out of the public spotlight. He doesn't want to be part of this family. He's not on Instagram or Twitter anymore. Or if he is, he's not posting anything. The last picture he posted, he was like in a burka. It was just his eyes looking at me on Instagram. It's interesting with him in general. Like, uh, Given he has a spotlight, no no matter how well he hides himself, but for him to go from L.A. to Texas to pick up Black China this week from jail, it's, it's basically saying, look at me. I'm driving halfway across the country to go pick up this, my whatever, my girlfriend. Yeah, I think he wanted to keep it a secret, though. The the Kardashians leaked that, and there's no pictures of him on his way to Texas, and there's no pictures of him in Texas. Um, Where they caught him is back in L.A., and I think that they knew where he was going to be at a certain time. private jet. Right, right. There and back before you know it. They knew where he was going to be at a certain time, and somebody took a photograph of him, and now he's mad, and he's trying to figure out who in his entourage, who in his family even, leaked this location. It's, it's, It's... it's upsetting. If, if this turns out that it was revenge for him dating this girl, it's just so sad and bad. I think we should leave Rob alone and let him get happy and healthy and um, 
Well, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Just like you said, too, there's so much crap in the world. You can only live your life the way you want to live it. So let's hope for the best for for, for Rob. Fingers crossed for Rob. All right. Let's move on from that that K Kardashian word family. And uh, let's move on to uh, Chris Pine. I love this story. Very sexy looking. It seems like I I don't know if he has more projects coming out, but it it seems like he's getting himself out there a little more. He's 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 hitting the gym a little harder. Yeah, I mean he's a really good looking guy. He has bad skin. Like he's really had to work on his skin. And I've seen him a couple of times in person. When I say bad, I mean he has normal skin. He has a few pimples. He has 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 us people skin. Yeah, Yeah, he's a regular person's skin. He has a few acne scars, and so um, he he's doing at the moment the new Star Trek movie. The first one was a huge hit, Captain Kirk. And they are so paranoid about leaks from this movie getting out, the script getting out, the storyline getting out. The producers have come up with a really, really sneaky way to find out who is the leak, if indeed there will be a leak. Do tell. And the way they've done it is every single member of the cast has a script. Every script has a few spelling mistakes in it on different words. So if you leak this script and they can look at the page that has been leaked and it has a spelling mistake in a certain place. (laughs) This is true. This is so true. Then they will know who leaked it. So I'm guessing you've read Zachary Quinto's script. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't haven't read any of the scripts, but the cast know about this too. So um, the cast have figured this out because they were going through their scripts and they were like, oh, this is a bit sloppy. Like Star Trek is spelt with two Ks or seven Ks. And so they, they figured out something was up there, but um, I spoke to sources in production. They said that for a movie this big and this secretive, this isn't the first time this has happened. I don't know the right. other time it has happened, but um, there are tricks within the script. So be careful what you leak out there, Star Trek cast, because they will know exactly who, which of you did it. Well, I hope the Star Trek cast is listening. <laughs> and if they are, I cannot wait for the film. Yeah, beam us up. Yeah, and don't, don't leak anything. Um, well, let's move on to a cat fight. A big cat fight going on. Celebrity Prentice is filming in L.A., right? Just started. Just Just started. started. Arnold is replacing Donald Trump this year. Uh, Many celebrities are going to be advisors. um, But there's there's already a cat fight. There is in the house. So everybody's in this house. They live in the house in L.A. They started taping a couple of days ago. They're there for 30 days. They really bang this out quickly because that's the way they can do it so cheaply. They only have to hire a crew for 30 days. And then they cut this up into 10 episodes. Or so. so it's a really efficient way of making TV. The problem is, is that these people are literally thrown in this house, locked in, uh, and they give up their lives for, for a month or so. And so what we're hearing is from within the house, Boy George and Carson Cressley. We remember him from Queer Eye for the Straight right. Guy are not getting along. Uh, they seem like they're they share the same personality. Well, like they're both like type A's. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. I think they both have that gay stereotype that maybe comes with being on a show right. this this public. But the, but um, they both turned up with a ton of luggage, way too much luggage to more fit than in thirty the, days worth of luggage. Exactly, and there's not that much room in the house for fifteen people for thirty days. So the closet space is somewhat limited. I think Boy Draws has a different hat for every <laughs> for, occasion. Oh yeah, every day of the week. <laughs> Carson has a lot of shoes and jumpers and sweaters and, 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 and all crazy clothing. And they really have not hit it off. And I think producers might have set this up a little bit because it's delicious of to watch they these two to. go at each other. But what we thought would be a lovely friendship has turned out to be like a huge cat fight. Outsider looking in, if they were to get into like a serious <laughs> knockdown, a throwdown fight... 
Who are you taking? I know Carson. Carson a little bit. Carson's a very sweet guy. He's quite gentle. Um, George is a killer. Like George could so pull a knife. George, yeah, George. George, George plays like a London gangster. Like George, he can make a shank out of a scarf. <laughs> right. George, George is not messing about. So I think George would win this one just out of sheer determination. Carson Cressley's as sweet and a, as as innocent as he comes across on TV, uh, but he has got under boy George's skin like no other. What I love about this is that celebrities are not there with their publicists or managers or agents right. or entourage and so they really are stripped away of all the comfort blankets all the buffers all the gatekeepers and they're by themselves in this house and they are not put with people that will tolerate their craziness or their narcissism because the person sitting next to them is probably as big a narcissist right. so it is always everyone thinks they're bigger than in yes. that house at least everyone's and there's no one in there else. to tell them yes you're you're a huge superstar like we've done interviews we've met celebrities i met um what's her name back backdoor teen mom farrah oh. abraham once i really didn't know who she was but i was just kind enough to play along i right. let her think she was madonna that wouldn't happen in celebrity apprentice because there's no regular people in the house they're all all celebrities and so i think this behind the scenes i hope they capture it because it might be more they delicious than the show they have to. Do we know when uh, the celebrity? They don't have an air date yet. So, um, do you think they're holding on to it before to see like what it is the whole package is going to be to see if there is actually anything there? Before? Oh, I think it's happening. They've got to. They've got to do it now because if they don't, Donald Trump will make fun of them by tweeting at them. Uh, uh, so they've got to do it. I think they've paid these salaries. Arnold is a big enough draw that even if it's not great, I think it will be. But even if it isn't, we are going to tune in to watch it. Of course. So it's I think be- it's safe. Um, I wish the stars were maybe a little bit bigger. But sometimes... Don't we wish that for any reality show, I know, but sometimes though? they're the B-list stars. Sorry, George. Sorry, Carson. That's all things. The stars that maybe are not as popular now as what they had been, they're more fun to watch on TV because if it was Angelina Jolie in this house, she wouldn't do she anything. She doesn't have to try. Yeah, she wouldn't do it. They have to try a little harder. And they do raise that. two, we should say. It's 250000 for their charity. They That's are getting amazing. They are getting the salary as well, though, so they're not doing this for nothing. Of course not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, all right. So let's, uh, let's talk about uh, David Bowie. Um, now, you were talking about the Grammys. Uh, Lady Gaga's uh, paying a tribute. Um, Around New York City, there's been uh, a lot of m- concerts and memorials still paying tribute to to David Bowie. Uh, but but let's learn a little bit more about his family now. We have not seen a mon a mon not a mon. Right. Molly's George's wife. A mon is is David's wife. We've not seen her a supermodel since the horrible news of his passing. And um, insiders and sources within her camp said she was really careful about how she wanted to handle this. She didn't want to make her first public appearance on a red carpet. She didn't think the tone was right for her to be stalked around Soho, where she lives. Right. So a dear friend of the family, this really amazing photographer called Kevin Mazer, he is photographer to the stars. He's the one that captured all the Michael Jackson images at the Staples Center before Jackson passed. He's the one that when Madonna goes on tour, she invites Kevin to come along with her. He's part of the entourage. He's not a paparazzi. He's a celebrity in his own right within the celebrity world. He is. And so, like, if you're Cher and you're going on tour, you hire Kevin and you get approval of the pictures. He works with you. He puts out the best pictures. He's an artist rather than sort of a paparazzi. Right, of course. He shot David Bowie's tour for years. He's a dear friend of the family. Kevin, in her seams, managed to capture a picture of his wife on the street of New York walking her dog. 
in fact, sources are telling me that was staged. Not not in a way that we should feel bad about or sleazy about. Um, Amon just wanted that picture. Not like she's making money off of it. No, she, no, she, just, she wanted to get yeah, out there. She, she knew everybody wanted the first picture of her. So rather than let people chase her around, rather than let someone catch her at the supermarket, rather than let someone capture her doing something that didn't look deferential or right. like a widow, she decided that she would take her dog for a walk. She would walk down the street where she lived. She was wearing black. She had her sunglasses on. And so happened that Kevin, who never does this, was across the street and happened to capture that moment, and now the picture's done. Doing a friend, uh, favor for a friend. That's exactly what much. it is, in a way that's charming and beautiful, and now that picture's out there. She looks so solemn and defiant and proud in this picture. Right. It's the sort of picture, I think, after a tragedy you want the world to see, because it shows you she's still standing, she's still going around her life, about her business, and so um, it's just a little trick of the inside of celebrity. Oh, I, yeah, the, I, I think that's very interesting that you brought it in there because you see something and you're like, first thought, like someone's stalking her. That's disgusting. Yeah. But to have that backstory, it's kind of cool because you could you could decipher like, hey, listen, like I kind of respect a little bit more that way as opposed to like showing up on the front page of uh, you, yeah, some you tabloid know, some screaming tabloid. at somebody or or going out of a club or in a dress that would look too short because right. of the angle. And then would be like, oh, she's not got any respect for David. It's a picture tells a thousand words and not not always the correct words. So you want to be very careful about the image and the tone and the setting, the stage production of that first photograph. So somebody in her team, it might have even been her, clearly called Kevin Mazer, brilliant photographer, and just captured this beautiful image of this lady all alone walking down the street with her dog, Max. And it's heartbreaking. But at the same time. I think it's just beautiful. Well, let's change gears a little. So uh, the George Clooney movie, <laughs> Hell Caesar, uh, it, it has pretty much every star. And normally when these movies come out, Rob, to me, they have failure written all over it. You know what I mean? With the amount of stars right. in it, it means like they're trying too hard, just like the B-Squad of any celebrity show. You could be show. right on this. The reviews are not great. And it looks like a hoot. I haven't seen it yet. But the reviews have not been good, although they did have to do some press together. And the big question journalists, reporters, everybody was asking, Asking is how do you interview these four male stars, um, Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill, Josh Brolin, and George Clooney? Those four did interviews together. So how do you physically seat them? Who gets the two seats in the front? How, how would you seat those four? So, so you to, you, the way they break it up so that on the cameras it just works, right. it doesn't look like a long line of people waiting for a buzz. You put two in the front and two in the back. The two in the back, though. Aren't as good a seat as the two in the front. So, so, so before you say it, like, as just say you are the producer uh, setting up an interview, who would you seat in the front row out of George Clooney, <laughs> uh, James Brolin, uh, Channing. Jo Channing Tatum, and Jonah Hill? I would put Channing definitely in the front row. Not only because he's so good looking, he's fun, he's great in an interview, he can sell a project. Right. The movie really is George's movie, movie though. So I think George probably has to be in the front too. And so he's I, Clooney. He's Clooney. So I I think I put those, but then I couldn't justify putting Josh Brolin on row two or, or Jonah Hill on row two. It's quite tricky. What I might do is split them up into teams of two. I would have do done, that. yeah. That makes more sense. But what did they? What well, did the movie do? So I saw the picture from, from the junket, uh, and uh, this is how it actually worked. In the front row in the best seat was George. No surprise. No. Next to George was Josh Brolin. Really? Very interesting. Behind them I wouldn't have done that. was Channing and Jonah Hill. I'm sure there's no disrespect here. We're not trying to cause drama when no. there is none. It's just fascinating to see what? that's how they pushed it. 
I mean, knowing the friendship between Jonah and Channing, I could see that because they could play off each other very well as opposed to Channing have to turn his back and look at Jonah. He could just look to the side and they could, you know, play off each other. So maybe I think that's why the seating could have gone the way it did. Yeah, I I love these little details of Hollywood. Like, it's so interesting to see how they do it. And so that's, they all suddenly went Cluley and Brolin and put the pretty boy... Channing and the really kind of like Oscar-nominated Oscar, Jonah in the back. Well, let's, uh, let's be, Rob, before we do your blind item of the week, too, which uh, it sounds amazing, um, uh, you posted a picture on your Instagram uh, of you on a red carpet uh, before you started your website uh, as a publicist with Jennifer Lopez. Yes. And Je- Jennifer Lopez, of course, making some headlines <laughs> this week, you know, her and Casper making a dub smash video that's in great. bed with no makeup on and everybody thinks, you know, that's going to be the end of Casper, but I want to get to your story. So where, where were you the day that photo was taken? Do you remember? Yes, with, Jennifer with... had just broken up with Ben, just publicly broken up with Ben Affleck, and um, it was the morning of the Golden Globes. That happened on the morning of the, the Golden, Golden Globes. Globes. So everybody is saying Jennifer's going to come through the side door. I hadn't spoken to Jennifer that day, but I made arrangements for her car to drop her off at the side so she didn't have to do the red carpet. And a lot of these award shows, recently Mel Gibson went through the side door. He didn't want to do the red carpet. So a lot of times presenters, Jennifer was presenting, she wasn't nominated. So you have nothing really to say if you're a presenter because you don't have a movie that's been honoured. You don't have a project, You don't really yeah. have anything to say apart from what you're wearing, which ultimately Jennifer loves to talk about, so I should have known better. And so um, made all the arrangements for Jen to come through the side door. Then an hour before the carpet went live, um, I got a call saying Jennifer's doing the carpet. And I said, she's done nothing wrong. She's got her head held high. Whatever happened with her and Ben happened. She, um, we made the decision that she wouldn't do interviews. She'd just do photographs. Photos, okay. So she wasn't going to speak. But Jennifer's a frugal girl. To look that good had probably cost her $10,000 in hair and makeup She's and stylist show that and clothes. Off. So she was like, I'm going through a side door with $10,000 worth of makeup and hair on. She's like, I'm going to let everybody see how fabulous I look. So so after, after I would probably say, hours of planning, days of planning of trying to get Jennifer Lopez into the side door of the Golden Globes, that pretty much got thrown out the window yeah, so in under an hour. Top and, um, and she's clever. Like, Jennifer knows how to work a carpet. So I remember Barbara Streisand was on the carpet, and Jennifer waited in a car for Barbara to finish the carpet. So, so the minute she stepped foot on the carpet, the place exploded, and she owned that carpet. She posed for photographs. She played with fans. She waved at fans. And then she walked past the camera crews in an orange toga, waving with a huge smile on her face, which really was a big F you probably to Ben. Oh, yeah. And um, walked in and... Enjoyed the show, and I learned from Jennifer, it is show business, and give the fans what they want. They want to see her bouncing back and looking fabulous and being J-Lo. They don't want to see her being Jennifer without any makeup crying. She puts on a show. She rocks up in a Bentley. The door flies open. I see this leg shoot out, and there she is. She has her hair up in like a turbany type um, thing, and then this orange toga, and the place went nuts, and Everybody said, really great credit for Jennifer. Most of the stars sort of slunk in or cancelled. She didn't cancel in. So Dick Clark Productions produced the Golden Globes. All morning, Dick Clark's people were calling me, freaking out that she was going to cancel. And I was like, trust me, you don't know Jennifer. She coming. She coming. (laughs) And boy, did she come and she looked better than 
forever. I, I love this. You, you, uh, uh, outside of being able to write a book, I think it's great that you could share some of these stories uh, of of just the realness and how things came about in certain times. I'm sure you got a ton of stories. Got, and then after the show, she got in a Phantom Rolls Royce and went to In and Out Burger. Love you. Oh, love my, you. That's awesome. Love you. Human. Human. Normal person. Love you. Love Norm- you. Love you. Jennifer. All right. So Rob, let's end on a, a high note. Uh, your blind item. It is very, very juicy this week. It the way juicy- I like it. <laughs> so let me give you the blind item. So a blind item for everybody out there is an item where we take out the celebrity's name, normally for legal reasons. You're right. But sometimes just to keep you guessing, the story is 100% true. We give you lots of hints of who it is, and you have to try and guess who this is. So recently, there was a celebrity talking on his phone while he was taking a leak in the bathroom here in New York City. However, he really wasn't focusing on his aim. He was focusing on the phone conversation because he was spraying people that were standing around him. There were a few drops on people's shoes. There was a little bit of a puddle on the floor. He's a Scottish actor who's made a few action movies, but he's also known for being very, very sensitive. Um... Oh, the other problem wasn't just his aim. It was the amount of liquid he produced. Had a lot this of guy was like a racehorse. And I think what we can imply <laughs> from that is he might have had a few too many score-ish beers. Well, up until you said the Scottish, I was going to guess Al Roker because I peed next to him a few <laughs> weeks ago. Did he spray? Ago. Uh, no, he did not spray. This but... is a sprayer. Oh. And when he was talking, he had his phone <laughs> on his left shoulder. So he kept talking to his left oh. And so when you when you swing your hips to the left, you direct. that thing was spraying. You gotta aim, you you gotta gotta aim. aim carefully. You and have to aim even carefully. Even when you're on your phone, guys, um, you know, hold the damn thing. All right, well, we'll take your guess. <laughs> Send us tweets of who you think uh, might be the bad aim uh, in a men, men's bathroom while on the phone. Or try it and see how bad you can. You, <laughs> you, you, you'll you, get you beat can, up. You, you'll get beat up. Don't, don't do it in public. Do it in your own home. Uh, Rob, thank you for another amazing week. I do appreciate it. And and uh, this is my, uh, my name is Garrett, and this is Elvis Duran presents Celebrity Buzz. We will talk to you next week.